Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. The handsome, dashing Ford Aerostar for 1989. It's really quite a van about town. Traveling with the sports crowd. Playing the market. Escorting ladies. Pulling its own weight. Staying out all night. And powering its way to the top. Ford Aerostar. It's in a class by itself. Now get a $500 cash bonus on Ford Aerostar. Yeah, you would imagine that if it was all of that, they wouldn't need $500 on the hood to push it. <laughs> anyway, the Ford Aerostar. You may not remember that one because it predated the Windstar, which most people know, the front-wheel drive version. The Aerostar was Ford's first attempt at a minivan. This is heavy, body-on-frame truck platform that it was on. And in an ironic way, if Ford had played the cards different, if Henry Ford II had kept the plans that he had, that he let Lee Iacocca take when he went to Chrysler, this could have been a real different history. Ford might have owned the minivan market instead of Chrysler. But history being what it is, they tried the Aerostar, it gave way to the Windstar, and then Ford got out completely, like a lot of the major automakers did. But as they said, that was then, this is now. But you thought you should know. The ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles in California have been beaten and battered over the last three years. And you might remember uh, the backup to getting into ports during the pandemic. They went from regular production to nothing coming in. Then they got overwhelmed as everybody stayed at home. And you've seen the pictures. And even when I was in California, I actually, on the coast, I was in Laguna Beach, and I counted at Laguna Beach five or six major cargo ships waiting to get into Long Beach and Los Angeles. They said the bottleneck was ridiculous. It was horrific. That glut. And see, what you didn't hear in the news is that over time, they managed to resolve this situation. And in fact, it's ironic, as they resolved it and things started to correct itself, the volumes actually went the other way. And in the middle of all of this, they had a longshoreman strike in the middle of it. But that got settled and these guys are open for business. And I just wanted to talk about this. According to the executive director of the Port of Los Angeles, he said that they had a 55% year-over-year increase in exports in September. And it bodes well not only for the West Coast Gateway, but the entire country. Here's a thing. During the negotiations with the longshoremen, there was some concern that freight would be diverted because folks didn't want their freight being hung up at port uh, that wouldn't move because there were no longshoremen to move it. One thing you need to remember, and we've talked about this on this show, you remember the Panama Canal and you remember the story I talked about how the Panama Canal is going dry and they've got weight restrictions and timing restrictions that millions of gallons of fresh water go into the ocean with every ship that goes through there. And that's a problem because those lakes and rivers that feed the canal are going dry and things are getting worse. So if you're bringing in goods from Asia and you're looking at, well, to get to the East Coast, I would probably still use Panama Canal, but guess what? Panama Canal's got restrictions. So do I 
want to get into a bottleneck waiting to get a ship that I may have to partially unload, get across Panama and reload at an added expense to continue the East Coast? Or do I go to Long Beach in LA, unload there, put the thing on the railroads and ship it across country that way? And that's what you're seeing because there's a lot of different pieces coming. Looking at an article back in March, just to give you a comparison, they were concerned in the middle of the unrest, and this is March of 2023 I'm talking about, um, the optimistic theory on Southern California ports is that shippers will bring back volumes once your labor contract is finalized and a labor disruption is off the table. This counter argument, the counter argument is that much of the volume that had shifted to the east and Gulf Coast is gone for good. Fears of congestion and labor unrest may have participated the original decision is to switch coasts. But now that new supply chains are in place, importers will stick with them even after a West Coast labor deal is reached. I am proud to say that is not true. Not true. They're seeing increasing volumes at what at Long Beach and LA. And that actually is good for everybody. Why? Because as they figured out to get the supply chains in order, as the warehouses got built, as the railroads work through their backlog at the port, as the drayage trucks get these containers out of the port and into warehouses that could keep them and you know deliver this stuff. Things got back to normal. As a matter of fact, what we're seeing right now, ironically enough, in the shipping industry as a whole, regardless of mode, is an actual falling of demand. So to hear that the ports, uh, the West Coast ports are seeing an increase in demand is actually good for everybody because that infrastructure is important. And we needed to keep a alternative to the Panama Canal still open because it does not look like the things in Panama are going to get resolved anytime soon because they're restricting ships, the number of ships, how much cargo can be on the ships. And that's got to impact folks shipping from Asia, making decisions. Do I, to get to the East Coast, I got two ideas. I can either ship to the West Coast, ship it by rail. Or I can take the ocean route, go the other way, go up through the Suez Canal and head for the East Coast ports myself. Honestly, shipping by rail from the West Coast ports is cheaper and less time. Because remember, you know, timing in a supply chain is a thing that from the time you order to the time you need it, you got to engineer all that in. There's too many things that can go wrong. And if anything we learned during the pandemic is that whatever will go, can go wrong, will go wrong. So I am encouraged to find out that those dire predictions back in March is not what's going on. Let me give an example. They reported that for the second consecutive month, that's this year, a couple months ago, the port's cargo volume increased compared to last year. Now, you may not understand this term, so I'm going to try to explain it to you. Uh, They talk about 20-foot equivalent units. That is how they measure uh, containers in terms of quantity. Uh, So you'll hear either 20-foot equivalent units or TEUs when it comes to container volume. Just so you know, the Port of L.A. handled 748,000 
424 equivalent units, a 5.4% increase from last September, in addition to the 55% increase in exports. So things are up, and they're moving a lot of them. The only thing that actually went down was empty containers, and they still handled over 200,000 of them. So the fact that we still have choices, the fact that our supply chain continues to improve and recover, and the fact that we now have the ability to absorb this extra uh, volume across the supply chain is a good thing. And I'm glad to hear that. But I wanted to give you an idea of what was going on at the port because we hadn't talked about it in quite a while. All's good on the Western Front, just so that you know, and uh, can be encouraged because that will determine a lot about our economy. This is the Tech Mobility Show. Believe it or not, the Tech Mobility Show has a website. Yep. Combined with all the other ways you can interact with us, our website is a great place to start. Learn more about the host, find us in the news, and even check out where you can hear our programs across the country on the radio. I know, right? Our website is a great place to learn more about us and our programming. Go to techmobility.show for more information. Welcome to AONmeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. 